Fireflies Unite with Kia, your weekly podcast from the perspective of individuals thriving with a mental illness. We are normalizing the conversation about mental health within communities of color to foster mental wellness and empowerment. Welcome to another episode of the Fireflies Unite podcast with me, Kia, where our mission is to bring light into darkness, just like the fireflies, by simply sharing the stories of people of color who live and thrive with a mental illness and to normalize the mental health conversation. So happy Monday. It is about to be 2020. Like y'all, I can't believe we're going into a new decade. That blows my mind. So let me just say this, y'all. Last week, it was Christmas and I had family and then got sick with the stomach virus and could not get the episode out last week to you all. And it just so happened that the episode that I recorded with my guests, there were parts of the interview where they were really low. Even if I would have tried to push the episode out, there would have been sound issues. And y'all know the story with that. Um, I'm not going to put something out where there's, where the issues, where you can't even hear the person. And y'all know one of my goals is to continue to improve the sound of the podcast. And so it just, it just so happened that that's what it was for last week. And so I was like, darn it, I really plan to get y'all out of episode, but The girl was down, like out for the count for a good, like three or four days. It was a done deal. So, but anywho, y'all, I am excited, like for so many reasons, just because um, we're going into a new decade. I'm super hopeful and excited about what the future has in store. Like 2019, you heard the last, 2019 was super lit for your girl, so If you listen to that episode, I truly hope that you were inspired by it and you got something from it and that you begin to prioritize your mental health and realize that once you become whole and you're not operating from a place of brokenness, you can truly accomplish anything that you set your mind to. Well, of course, within reason, but in something that is healthy but as far as like your goals and your dreams and ambitions they're certainly possible but I just want to encourage us that we make sure that we take the time to focus on ourselves so then that everything else in our lives can fall in line so y'all we almost pushing 100 episodes and I believe we are at episode 95 today y'all I don't even like I have a special interview for the 100th episode but I'm trying to think of a giveaway or something to do with y'all. So if y'all can think of something, let me know. Also, I want to remind you that to the end of January, I'm still pushing out that survey. I need y'all reviews. Thank you to every person who has left a review. Um, I'm sorry, who filled out the survey. And of course, leave your reviews on Apple Podcasts. And again, if you complete the survey, you enter your chance to get a copy of my book or a $50 Amazon gift card. So that I'll be announcing the person the um, first Monday in February for that episode. So get all of y'all reviews in. 
um, I'm sorry, all of your feedback in because I really want to improve the podcast. Like we're about, we are officially two years, we will be two years old, uh, January 1st. So that's a huge deal. Um, not a lot of podcasts make it, uh, to two years, especially independent podcast artists who, or creators who are editing, who are producing, who are, you know, coming up with the content, doing the marketing, reaching out, the booking, like it's so many moving pieces. And I, and like I said, it's so easy to start a podcast, but it's hard to be consistent. So the fact that I've made it to 95 episodes and we're almost at 100 episodes, I'm definitely going to do something to celebrate. I don't know if people are, if you're in the DMV area, you want to do like a meetup or something and we go out and we like, have dinner or something, I'm down for that. Just slide in my DM or like shoot me an email or let me know that you're interested in that. If not, I'm going to do something with my friends to celebrate because that's definitely a milestone for me. And the fact that I was able to stay consistent despite life happening, because at the end of the day, life is going to happen, but I still wanted to show up for myself and of course show up for the people who do get something out of the podcast despite the flaws, despite the sound issues, despite any challenges that may come, whether it's from the personal end, a business end, a technical end, I still remain consistent. And I continue to learn how to improve uh, the podcast. I continue to learn how to expand and scale my business. I continue to learn new things um, when it comes to uh, my mental health and my recovery. So I just wanted to share that with you all. And let me just go right ahead and move into today's topic. So yeah, y'all getting it a little late because it's about the holidays. But the thing is that what we're going to cover today, it can literally be applied to any time of the year, just not the holidays. It's just that I probably should have um, talked about this in November or early December, but that is okay because like I said, it can be applied to any time of the year. So let's just jump straight on in. And today we are going to talk about how to deal with toxic family members during the holidays. Because a lot of times we hear, right, that blood is thicker than water. And that quote or that model, whoever came up with it, I don't know. But that is not 100% true. We know that the holidays are typically viewed as a time where we, you know, of giving, love, and joy. And many of us spend it with family and friends and friends that we even consider family. Um, But for some of people, it can be a reminder of trauma and grief, and it triggers emotions of guilt and resentment. And some of us may even feel obligated because we are so conditioned to believe that blood is thicker than water. Now, is that Even true, though, is that true for the woman who continues to see her uncle every single year that molested her as a child? Or what about the daughter who desires to feel love from her emotionally unavailable mother or father? 
Or what about the jealous sibling who competes and belittles you? You know, for a lot of people, or for some people, I should say, our stress and anxiety is heightened during the holidays. And it's not because we want to find the perfect gift for our loved one, but it's because some of us feel the need to be around people who make us feel unwell. And so I'm going to offer six tips to help us through the holiday season, and that can even just help us throughout the year when we feel like we need to be around people or family members that don't serve us any good. So here's the first thing. Schedule alone time. If you find that you're staying with your family, if you find that staying with family is overwhelming, um, consider staying with a friend, getting an Airbnb or a hotel room so that you have time to recharge and decompress. If your family, you know, is like, oh, you think you're too good to stay here with us? You better than us. You are bougie. You know, you know how some of those family members are, right? You can tell them you need time to rest and get work done. Having alone time will provide an escape for you to refocus and to just clear your mind. Plan time to be alone instead of spending all your time with family during the holiday. This can be, you can do things like visiting childhood friends. If you are like out of town and you're going back home, you can see friends that you haven't seen in a while. Go for a walk, get a manicure, get a pedicure, go to the gym, like have, go to the movies, have time outside of your family. So you're not with them all of the time. Have a text buddy. That's tip number two. Have a text buddy. So let someone know that you're going out of town or that you're going to a family function and ask them to be your text buddy so that you can express your thoughts and your feelings. But if you're a person who needs to talk it out and you need to talk over the phone, that's fine too. But have that person that you can communicate with and let them know. It's important that you just don't automatically start texting somebody or calling somebody because you're having a difficult time and you need to get things off your chest because you want to make sure that that person is in a place to be able to receive what what you need to share or what you have to what you have to share and you also don't want to impose upon their family time. So make sure you identify that person before you go out of town or before you travel to that that family uh function. That's tip number 2. Tip number 3, communicate clearly. So that may sound super simple but we all know how hard communication actually is. I was a communication major and undergraduate and graduate. So therefore I have two degrees and I didn't start actually communicating to the best of my ability until therapy. Don't judge me. So communication is not as simple as we think. You must be clear with your communication. Say what you mean, be concise, ask questions and repeat yourself when needed to limit misinterpretation. Be assertive and mindful of your nonverbal communication, such as like your tone and your body language, because you want to make sure that you aren't speaking from a place of anger or resentment. So check your emotions beforehand. Tip number four, set boundaries. Now that's easier said than done, 
But here's the thing. Boundaries truly do set the tone for how you treat yourself and teach people how to treat you. If you do not stick to your boundaries, you're more likely to allow other people to cross the limits you set for them. My big sister and good friend and therapist, Sharon Lawrence of uh, Sailor Wellness and Therapeutic Services, she says that you should start small and set boundaries for yourself first. Once you respect your boundaries, you will expect others to do the same. So for instance, if you ask your mom who continues to barge in the room that you're staying in, even though it's her house, but you're staying in her room and you're an adult, but she keeps barging in the room, ask her to knock first. And if she doesn't respect that, then revisit tip one. And that stay with a friend, get an Airbnb or a hotel room. You may find that there are some family members you enjoy spending time with. And you really want to see them. So focus your time and energy and enjoy them. But set a boundary for yourself to plan a time to leave the holiday party before it ends or schedule a separate time to see family members that you do enjoy and that are not toxic. That's tip number four. Tip number five, make your own family. And if you are not married or you don't have children, but you have coworkers or church family or gym, gym people you go to the gym with or friends, Uh, that you've grown close to over the years, act to spend time with them? Or what about if you create an annual Friendsgiving or a Christmas party with people where love and respect are mutual? My mentor, Patrice Washington, often says this. And it's important that you remember you should celebrate people in your life and not tolerate them, and they should do the same. Remember? Let me say that again. You should celebrate the people in your life, not tolerate them, and they should do the same for you. I actually saw this quote at my God sister's friend's house, and I live by it daily. And it was a it was pictured on a wall, and I'm actually going to put this in my living room. I'm going to print it up and print it in my living room. And it says that. A family is a group that dreams, laughs, plays, and love together. Always present, not only in the good, but bad. Never determined by blood, but by behavior. And that is the most precious gift. Y'all, that is straight facts. Do I need, let me, let me say it one more time for the people in the back. A family is a group that dreams, laughs, plays, and loves together, always present, not only in the good, but bad, never determined by blood, but by behavior. And that is the most precious gift. So that's tip number five, make your own family. Tip number six, which is the last one, don't go. Some of us tell ourselves, I have to because it is family. That's not true. It is what we choose to believe 
And sometimes our family members will guilt us into believing this as well. Because we're like, oh, I have to. That's my brother. That's my mom. That's my uncle. And you end up making decisions that you later regret. If your family or a particular family member is toxic and you feel sick to your stomach when you're around them or they trigger your depression, do not go to the Christmas party. Do not go to the Hanukkah dinner or whatever you celebrate. Don't don't go. Self-care is not merely manicures and pedicures. And y'all hear me say that all the time. It is saying no to people and things that cause you to be unwell. The holidays are not the time to subject yourself to toxic people. It's not. Like, just, it's, it's not the time. You shouldn't do it all year round. But especially not doing holidays because you feel obligated or because someone told you you have to. No, no, it's not. You should never have to be around toxic people anytime throughout the year, and especially the holidays. Blood is thicker than water does not apply to family members who abuse you, whether that's emotionally, physically, or mentally, make you feel guilty, disregard your boundaries, judges you, and makes you feel unsafe. Blood is thicker than water. That does not apply. So that's why I don't even believe that quote, because no, I don't care if we share, share a bloodline. If you don't respect my boundaries, if you judge me, if you make me feel unsafe and you're toxic and you're abusing me in any way, no, you, mm -mm, bye Felicia. So let me just go back real quick through that. And I also wrote an article on, I wrote an article on my website and these tips are listed as well so that you can read it or share it. I also shared it on social media. And here's the thing. I'm going to go through them one more time. And the six tips are schedule a long time, have a text buddy, communicate clearly, set boundaries, make your own family, and don't go. Of course, all these things are easier said than done. But think about if we started implementing these things well before the holidays. But if you, these tips are really just designed to help people to get through the holidays because it can be really difficult for a lot of people. It's not always what we see on social media, you know, the family in front of the Christmas tree in their perfect photo and everyone smiling and cooking around the kitchen and or cooking in the kitchen and making gingerbread houses and playing, having game nights and sitting around the TV and drinking marshmallows. Like, I mean, drinking marshmallows, <laughs> drinking hot chocolate with marshmallows. Like, you know, things we see on social media and in the movies. Like, y'all, that's, that's not happening for every family. So I thought it was important for me to mention this. And let's bring in the fireflies so we can move right along to the self-care segment. And for this week's self-care and wellness segment, it is simply to encourage you to implement one or more of the tips that I suggested 
or your own because my stuff is not the gospel by any means. These are things that I have done or that I have researched or that I have gotten from mental health professionals and I come put it all together into a podcast episode and into an article on my website. But by all means, you can create, do something that is healthy and works best for you. I just want to simply encourage you to implement one or more of the self-care tips during the holidays. Even though the holidays has pretty much, (laughs) they kind of passed. They pretty much passed. Probably by the time you listen to this, they would have passed. But the holidays come up every year. And this could be something that you refer back to as a reference. So for this week's therapist shout out, it is going to hand-in-hand caregiver counseling. And it is actually um, a therapist who is name is Christine Holmes. And the, I thought it was important to actually have her as a therapist shout out. And the reason being is because she specializes in the mental health of senior citizens. And it's a lot of times we don't realize or we don't often talk about the mental health of elderly uh, parents or grandparents. And she specializes in uh, Alzheimer's and uh, family conflict and chronic illness. And those are sometimes a lot of times when families um, have a difficult time because of, you know, a loved one getting older. So she uh, issues that she deal with are depression, grief, intellectual disability, uh, stress, um, chronic pain, caregiving, behavioral issues, um, and anxiety. And I will be sure to leave her Psychology Today profile in the show notes. And if she asks you how you found out about her, of course, y'all let her know. Kia of the Fireflies Unite podcast sent you over. And she is, I didn't mention that she is located in Washington, D.C. She's right on K Street. So if you're in the D.C., Maryland, Virginia area, and you have a loved one who is um, getting older and you have, you're having a difficult time navigating this, or you have um, a loved one who uh, recently passed. Um, she, um, Chris, I'm sorry, Christine Holmes um, is a therapist who specializes in that. And it's really important that when you're looking for a therapist, you find someone who specializes um, in the issues or the challenges that you're um, dealing with. Okay. So that wraps up another episode of the Fireflies Unite podcast and the last episode of 2019. Y'all, wow. Wow, wow, wow. Like, I'm excited, y'all. We have some great things in the works and um, I just look look forward to things improving of course, the sound. Y'all been hearing me talk about that all month. <laughs> I look forward to my business growing. I look forward to uh, new relationships. I look forward to um, 
more opportunities. I look more, uh, I look forward to growth. I'm just excited. I am truly, truly excited. And so thank you again for listening to this episode. You all have a fantastic week. You have a prosperous and blessed 2020. And I will talk to y'all again next week in 2020. Thanks for listening. I hope that you obtain tools and resources from the Fireflies Unite podcast to help you manage your mental health. But please do not use it as a substitute for a relationship with a licensed therapist or psychiatrist. Let's continue the conversation by following me on Fireflies Pod on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram.